Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. The song entitled, A Child of the King. The fourth stanza. A tent or a cottage. Why should I care? They're building a palace for me over there. Hallelujah. Though exiled from home, yet still I may sing all glory to God. I'm a child of the King. Let those words sink deep down in your thoughts. A child of the King. A child of the King. With Jesus my Savior, I am a child of the king. I trust that you can say with confidence like this songwriter that you are a child of the king. You may not know for sure for the other person, but you can know for sure for you that you are a child of the king. The last three mornings as we began speaking on this matter, and I am just giving you some introductory remarks. And this is our fourth morning dealing with this matter. Can the believer, the child of God, the born again Christian, washed in the blood of the Lamb, can that person be lost? How do we answer these four objections that we had in the last mornings in our introduction? Number one, let me attempt to answer them for you. Number one, our salvation does not depend on our ability to keep us. Your salvation is not dependent on your ability to keep you. Now, you may think that you have so much to do with this, that you have to do things to be kept. Well, let's see what the Bible says. Peter in his first letter, and if it anybody that could have lost or should have, hmm, you surely would have known then that it was Peter. But in his first letter, chapter 1, verse 3 to 5, he said, Blessed be the God and the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy had begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Look at verse 4. To an inheritance, incorruptible and undefiled, and that faded not away reserved in the heaven for us. Now watch verse 5. Who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Let me read verse 5 for you again. Our salvation does not depend on our ability to keep us. We are kept, and kept by who? Who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last day. The child of God is kept by God. Jude had something to say about that. One chapter, look at the 24th verse. He said, now unto him that is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Hmm. Who it is that keeps us? Is it I that keep myself? Is it you that keep yourself? No, 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 no. 
It is God who keeps us. God is the one who gave us salvation and God is the one who keeps us. Secondly, those who seems to be Christians who had apparently fell away, are they really children of God? Were they really children of God? You remember what I read for you in Matthew 7? Not everyone who say to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that does the will of the Father. In other words, there are many today who are saying that they are children of God, but they're not. They are not children of God. They are saying that they are, you know, you hear what the scripture says? Not everyone who say to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father which is in heaven. These days, you hear people saying, I am a Christian, I am saved, I'm a child of God. It appears as if everybody's saved, but that's not the way it is. But look at the surprise. There's a great surprise at the end. For in verse number 22, he says, Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Do what? So there are those who no doubt may be prophesying even now, or will prophesy before he comes. And when he comes, they would say to him, Lord, Lord, you forget us that we prophesied in your name. But notice what else he said, and cast out devils in your name. What? Many? And done many wonderful works in your name? And then he will profess to them, depart from me, I never knew you. In other words, we never had a relationship. But I also want to let you know that in a family, sometimes you have all type of children. God has many disobedient children also, you know. If you read Luke chapter 15, verse 11 down to verse number 24, you would see this father here with two sons. <laughs> and one in particular that we look at, we call him the prodigal. That he wanted to have his own way and he left his father's house. So let me read it for you. And he said a certain man had two sons and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me and divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the youngest son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with righteous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and he joined himself to the citizens of that country, and he sent him into the fields to feed swines. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father, notice, have bread enough and despair, and I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father. And I would say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me one of thy hired servants. And he arose and he came to his father. And when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him, and his father had compassion on him. And his father ran, and his father fell on his neck, and his father kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servant, Bring forth the best robe, and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand, and shoes on his feet, and bring hither the fatted calf, and kill it, and let us eat and be buried for this my son was dead and is alive. 
this my son was lost and is found and they began to be married. What type of son are you? Are you an obedient son or are you a disobedient child? Then there's a third thing. They say that the scriptures teach this. Now the scriptures mentioned do not teach that a believer can be lost. The scriptures that they look at sometimes, these either do not refer to true believers or they refer to service and rewards and not to salvation. For instance, Matthew chapter 24 and verse number 13. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Watch. Reading the text, we need to know the context of the book. This here refers to the tribulation period and to the physical salvation of those who endure to the end. Just read it carefully and you would see that's what it's speaking of. And then 1 Corinthians 9, 27, but I keep my body and bring it under subjection lest by any means when I have preached to others, I myself might be a castaway. And in John 15, 6, if a man abide not in me, he is cast from me as a branch and is withered and men gather them and cast them in the fire and they are born. Both have to do with the service that we render to the Lord. Galatians chapter 5, Christ has become of no effect unto you whosoever you are justified by the law. He says, ye are fallen from grace. It does not teach that we can fall out of grace. And then Judas. Judas was never born again. Never born again. So we could go on and on and look at these verses of scripture and, and see exactly what these scriptures are speaking about. The teaching of security does not make it easier for the believer to live a careless life. It provides an incentive to the believer to live a more wholehearted life to the Lord. If you read in Romans chapter 6, and time is running on me this morning, and verse 1 and 2 he says, What shall he say then? Shall he continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Please, as we look at these scriptures, we must compare them now with the many scriptures that I'll begin to share with you from next morning. And I would give you, there are at least seven reasons given in scripture why the true believer can never fall away and be lost among the many others but I took the time to look at at least seven why the true born-again believer the child of God oh the one who had been washed in the blood of the Lamb why such a person cannot lose his uh, salvation my time is up our father we are thankful and grateful to you for what you are doing in our lives. And as I, Lord, now go in depth and take the word and even slow down and, and share it with these, your people, open our understanding. Help us to understand the meaning of these verses, dear God, the meaning of these saints, dear God. And help us, Lord, to live with this hope of being with you. Not, we are not sure. We, we don't know yet, God, if we are your sons, we are your sons. Dear Lord, I got some sons and the more I listen, the more I look at them, I know that they are mine. And Father, you know that we are yours and we should know that we, that we are also yours. Thank you so much for my brothers and sisters. Bless them now. 
May they have a great day in Jesus' name. Amen. May God bless you all. Enjoy this wonderful day that God has given us.